looking at that today. But before we start, let's, let's pray. Our Lord and God, we give you thanks for this morning. We thank you for the worship that we were able to be a part of. And Father, we pray now that as we uh, spend some time reflecting on this faithful summary of your word, we pray that you would give us uh, eyes to see and ears to hear and hearts to receive your truth. And Lord, that that this summary would be uh, helpful for growing us. Lord, we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so we're gonna hit re- we're gonna hit review. All right, so question number six, right? Or four? No, I I changed up. I forgot. All right, so anybody can anybody take a stab at at what is God? This has been the hard one lately, Mason. All right, Andrew. I think that is question seven. What is God? Anybody? High schoolers, you're going to represent? Oh, we should do a real, like, head-to-head football situation. Michigan State, Michigan. Yeah. Anybody? All right. This is, this is the long one. This is why the one, this is one that I keep on bringing up because this one's a little hard. We have God is a spirit, infinite, eternal, and unchangeable, and is being, wisdom, power, holiness, justice, goodness, and truth. Uh, so that, that summarizes what does scripture teach who God is? Uh, next question seven. What are the decrees of God? This is question seven. Uh, anybody, high school, you missed this last week uh, because we were looking at Proposition 3. The decrees of God or the plan of God, right? Anybody without looking? (laughs) Anybody else? All right. Darren, the decrees of God are his eternal purpose according to the counsel of his will, whereby for his own glory he hath or has foreordained whatsoever comes to pass. All right, so we're getting a little a little in deep with this. Uh, you have the shorter catechism booklet. If you that's in the modern English. If you want the older, which the the high school students have been asking me for like the older language, and I've been failing to like print that off. I'm going to print that off here soon. Uh, uh, that either one that you memorize, that those are both good. Uh, so be working on that. We're going to move on. Uh, now to uh, the topics at hand, we're going to jump into uh, Westminster Shorter Catechism question and answer number eight. How does God execute his decrees? He executes his decrees in the work of creation and providence. So if God has foreordained whatsoever comes to pass according to the counsel of his own will for his own glory... According to his purpose, he has done 
two, he's made two decrees, two central decrees. The first being creation and the second being providence. If, uh, and you should see these pictures on the worksheet, on page one of the worksheet. This is how we distinguish between these two decrees. There is the work of creation, uh, to create. You might think of building a house. Uh, that it, it takes uh, materials, you bring it together, you build it up, uh, you assemble it in a particular way. It reflects your wisdom, your creativity, maybe your craftsmanship or your lack of it. Um, creation uh, is, is uh, what we might say is the first work uh, of God. Uh, how is God's work of creation different from how we might create something? Jeffrey. Yeah, God created something out of nothing, and we have to have something. None of you have ever just made something out of, like, just focusing really hard, and you brought something into existence, right? Right? If you have, come let me know. I want to talk to you about uh, a bill I have to pay. No. Um, So... Huh? Don't worry about it, Mason. Uh, so we have uh, God's act of creation, uh, but then we also have God's act of providence, his work of providence. What is providence? I'm not talking about the town in Rhode Island either. Providence. Anybody know what that word means? Adults? Providence, yeah. We're, we're actually going to hit on providence. We're going to get into providence here soon. It's a, it's a shorter catechism question. We're not going to be looking at it today, but God's, in simple, uh, God's providence is his maintaining and upholding all things that he's made uh, according to his purpose and will. Uh, we see, and the, this... To give you the analogy, God created all things, but he also cares for all things. That He maintains it. He upholds it. It's not that God just created everything. He upholds everything. He makes sure everything is going good. Yeah, we're going to do that. Um, yeah, we can get into that. Here. All right. So here, here's where we get into, um, and this is where this would have been better on uh, the TV screen that I, I tend to use, or the projector. Um, uh, we have a couple passages. Do they speak to creation, or do they speak to, uh, about providence? On your worksheet, you should have, this should be the bottom of the first page. You, you'll see, it me- mentions these scripture, and you're supposed to put a C if it's for creation, or a P if it's for providence. All right, so Psalm 33, 6 through 8. Is this creation or providence? Mason, can you read it?
inhabitants. Right. All right, so this Psalm 33, 6 through 8, is this creation or providence? Creation, creation right? This is speaking to God's creating uh, of all things. Uh, Psalm 148, 7 through 8, one of the high schoolers. Dan. All right, creation or providence? Providence? Yeah, providence. Yeah, you're right. All right. Uh, Saul, or Daniel 4. We're not going to read the whole thing, but or I'll, I'll read the, the whole thing really quick. At the end of the days, I, Nebuchadnezzar, lifted my eyes to heaven, and my reason returned to me, and I blessed the Most High and praised and honored him who lives forever, for his dominion is an everlasting dominion, and his kingdom endures from generation to generation. All the inhabitants of the earth are accounted as nothing, and he does nothing to his will. Uh, and he does, excuse me, and he does according to his will among the hosts of heaven and among the inhabitants of the earth. And none can stay his hand or say to him, "What have you done? Creation or providence?" This is this is providence. All right, Isaiah forty. 25 through 26. To whom then will you compare me that I should be like him, says the Holy One. Lift up your eyes and see who created these, who brings out their host by number, calling them by name, by greatness of his might. And because he is in strong and he is strong in power, not one is missing. Creation. Anybody providence? All right, creation. And last, Acts 4, 24 through 28. Here, here I'll, I'll go ahead and read it so it, it's on here, yeah. Uh, Acts 4, and when they heard it, they lifted their voices together to God and said, Sovereign Lord, who made the heaven and earth and the sea and everything in them, who through the mouth of our father David, your servant, said by the Holy Spirit, why did the Gentiles rage and the people's plot in vain? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers who were gathered together against the Lord and against his anointed. For truly in this city there, was, there were gathered against your holy servant Jesus, whom you anointed both Herod and Pontius Pilate, along with the Gentiles and the people of Israel, to do whatever your hand and your plan had predestined to take place. Creation or providence? Yeah, this is a yes question. That's a both question. It's both. We see the sovereign Lord who made the heaven and the earth and the sea and everything in them. But then we also see verse 28 says, to do whatever your hand and your plan had predestined to take place. So this passage actually speaks to both sides, uh, both, both decrees of God. So today we're going to be looking at creation. Uh, and we're... 
we have uh, question nine. What is the work of creation? Creation, creation, the work of creation is God's making all things of nothing by the word of his power in a space of six days and all very good. We're not going to be able to pull out everything with that, but, but I do want us to see uh, a couple things. All right, so on the back side of your sheet, you should have a couple of boxes to work through. Um, we're going to uh, take a few moments now and, and work through uh, what, de- what happened on each day. I think there's Bibles in the pew. Yeah? Why don't you all work together for just a few moments, work through Genesis 1, and I want you to try to fill in those boxes on the worksheet. Days one through six. What was made? I'm going to do a lot of pointing at you, Darren, in this point, but... If you're watching online, go ahead and turn to Genesis 1 and read through this as well. You forgot your what? You think you could figure them out? You're also allowed to doodle these in the box if you would prefer. Yeah, you can draw. Yeah, both. If anybody needs a pen, I should have noted this too. There's pens up here. So if you are lacking. Haley. Yeah, if you're having to use a group pen, let me know. All right. We're going to just take a few more minutes. So if you're doing artistic renderings, just be aware you may have to move to stick tigers soon. So... You need another pen. 
That's my personal pen. It's not a nice one, but it is my personal one. We're going to take two more minutes. Let's keep working through Genesis 1. What? I can't. Just sit there. There's going to be more to write, though, on the sheet. All right, just under a minute. If you use your full time for pictures, I expect you to bring them up to show them to me. I want to see them. All right, so days of creation. We, we read that uh, God created uh, all things... In six days. Uh, so day one. What was made on day one? Somebody. Dylan. Light and darkness. Day and night. Light day and night. If you were able to draw that. That is pretty awesome. Because uh, that's very difficult. Oh, light, okay. Okay. Great. Very artistic. All right, day two, what, what did we see? Somebody else, Mason. Well, so there's the sky and then the water. That's right. All right, day three, what comes out and what else do we see? Land and plants. We also see what else? Vegetation. Well, the seas, the, the division between land and sea and plants. Um, all right. Day four. Evan. Sun, moon, and stars. That's right. And then day five. Dan. Sea creatures and what other kinds of creatures? Birds. That's right. Creatures in the air and creatures in the water. And then finally, land animals and humans, right? Anybody else get that? Are my, are my notes bad? No? Nope, we're good. That checks out. Okay, great. Uh, all right, so these are the six days of creation, and this is the Lord making uh, all things. 
Uh, this might be a little challenging sometimes to remember, but thankfully, when God made the, the world and, and doing it in the days and the sequence that he did, there's actually a, a way to remember, a, kind of a helpful way to remember the order of everything. Uh, the first is, is that God creates spaces and then God creates things to fill those spaces. So if you compare day one and day four, so God makes light and day and night. And then he fills that space with the sun, moon, and stars. Uh, they rule over the day and the night. Uh, you see in day two, God creates the sky above and the waters below. And what does he create on day five? Birds and fish. And then day three, uh, we see the, the emergence of dry land and vegetation. And then God, on day six, makes land animals and humans to live in that space. So if you ever come to a place where you're trying to think through, well, what day was that? Try to remember this order of, of light, sky, and then dry land. If you memorize the first three, then just create repeat, but fill those spaces with, with other uh, creations. Uh, that, that's kind of how I uh, remember it. God, uh, in his infinite wisdom and creativity, he created the world with a kind of rhythm. And that's why in like Lord of the Rings, uh, in the Lord of the Rings mythology, uh, which Tolkien, who was, he was a Catholic, but, but he was reflecting on the Christian tradition, uh, he noted that, or he, when he thought of how to describe the creation of Middle Earth, it's a song. Uh, it's sung into existence. And, and in that way, our creation, uh, when, when God created, there is a kind of rhythm and pattern to it. Adults, did you know that? Have you ever noticed that before? That pattern? It's the beauty of creation uh, that God has done. All right, we're, we're going to get to the bottom of that second page, the who, what, when, what, how, and why of creation. Uh, and at, I want you to uh, think through, if you look at the, that off to the side, it's got Genesis 1-1, right? You see Genesis 1-1 below the earth? If you see that, thumbs up. Thumbs up? Thumbs up? Everybody there? Yeah? Good? All right. Um, so there, with who, I want you to circle the word telling us who created. Who created? God. Genesis 1-1. Right here. This is, in the beginning, God created. Circle God in that little space there. Who created? Could anybody tell me how many times God's name is written in the chapter of Genesis 1? In all of Genesis 1, how many times does God appear? In Genesis 1, just in Genesis 1. 
That's a good guess. Anybody else? Anybody else been working through Genesis 1? Seven? That's close. It's 31 times. 31 times. The whole book, or the whole, uh, well, the whole book, but the whole uh, chapter of Genesis 1 is, is really focused on God and his work. Uh, and this is maybe a question for you adults. How do we know that all three persons of the Trinity were present at creation? This is, this is going outside a little bit. Say that again. Verse 26, can you read that out loud? Let us. What is that speaking to, that us? Well, Elohim. If you look uh, at verse, uh, verse 1 and 2, right, it says, uh, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth, uh, the sea and then all that is in them, and we see the Spirit hovering over the face of the deep. And then we read in John 1, 1 through 3, right? In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning. We see that the Son is present there as well. All three members of the Trinity uh, are perform the work of creation. This wasn't just the, the work of the Father. All right, when? When did this take place? When, when did the, the, the eternal decree of, of creation come into action? What does Genesis 1 say there under the, the world? In the beginning, we know the universe had a start that it isn't eternal. Uh, the decree was eternal, but creation is not. It came into existence and, and it is the product of, of God. Uh, what? What? Uh, yeah. Do a wavy line under in the beginning. Uh, there on, in that Genesis 1. And then I also want you to draw, underline what God did. In verse 1. What does it say? He created the heavens and the earth. We've already talked about some visible things he created, but what about some invisible things? What invisible things did God make? Yeah. We're on the bottom of page two. He created time. Yeah, that's certainly invisible, and it it is a creation. Air. Yeah, we can't see air, right? At least most of the time. Anybody else? Invisible things God created. Are spirits? Heaven? Angels? One of my favorites, gravity. Always keeps me down, but I still like it. Uh, you got to get these dad jokes in sometimes, right? Uh, all right. And energy. God created energy. What materials did God use to create the universe? Nothing right? Nothing. Well, then, then how, uh, how did he, well, no, that's a later question. Uh, what did God uh, say about all his creation when he finished? What, what did he declare? You just read this in Genesis 1, Noah. It was good. It was 
Very good. Yeah, so in the Hebrew, the word is tov, good. So if you want to say to your friends, if they're like, hey, how's it going? You say tov, tov. And if, if you want to say things are very good, you go tov ma'od. That's how you say it in Hebrew. God said all things were tov ma'od. Very good. What, what is, why is that significant that God made everything tov ma'od? Why does that matter? He is good. Exactly. He, he made everything totally free from sin or corruption. There wasn't anything lacking. If you, if, if you grew up in a Roman Catholic church, you might have heard that God created some things incomplete. That is, even man. Uh, that God, he made God somehow lacking and he needed to add some extra grace in order to make man truly who he should be. Um, but we would say that that does not reflect our creator. All right, so then how? How, did, uh, uh, how many days did God create the world and everything in it? Six. Yeah, we just covered that. Six days. And we talked about the beauty of that. What repeated phrase do we see that describes how God made everything? This is maybe a little bit harder, but it's there in the passage. We see it again and again. And God said, God spoke all things into his existence. We also see God speaking thing, the creatures. Uh, what, how are the creatures described? There's another repeated phrase. Sure. You're very, very stuck. So not all, all of the questions I'm asking are going to be on the page. Well, sometimes I'm going to ask the question word for word. And so, and it should be moving in order. So if, if I get to a question that's not there, just that's not worded the way it's worded there, it's not, you're not going to put the answer in. But if it's worded the exact way, then there's the answer. Um, yeah, so anybody, the creatures were creating... According to their kind. Uh, that's part of the beauty of God's creation is he didn't make everything uniform. There is a great diversity and creativity exhibited in what God has made. You consider all the different kinds of leaves. This week, Ezra and Nora went for a leaf walk, uh, which if you don't do that on a regular basis in the fall, you should. It's very good. A practice uh, to just slow down and observe the leaves. And as Ezra did, pick up as many as you possibly can and put them into your bag so you can take them home and then you can do the little color trick on the, on the paper. Uh, we see a wide display uh, in creation and that is good and pleasing to the Lord. Uh, and, and so you look at yourself and you maybe look at, at the way that God made you. And you're a little concerned because you don't look the exact same way as somebody else. But God is pleased in the diversity of what he has made. 
what, your color of hair, how tall you are, your size, your build, the way that you talk. If you talk like a crazy Texan, that pleases the Lord too. Uh, God spoke all things into existence, including the things that are different from us. And that leads to the final question, why did God create? It's there, right? It's not explicit in Genesis 1, but we see uh, Westminster Shorter Catechism question 1 coming up again and again. God created all things for his own pleasure to show forth the perfection of his glory. All right. So that brings us now uh, to our memory work uh, for today. Question eight. So I'm going to read the question and then you as the class will respond together. All right. How doth God execute his decrees? God executes his decrees in the works of creation and providence. What is the work of creation? The work of creation is God's making all things of nothing by the word of his power in the space of six days and all very good. All right, so these are two. Uh, Question eight is probably a little easier to memorize. And even then you can kind of, God executes his decrees in the works of creation and providence. It's very... um, the question gives you the very first part of the, the, the answer. And then it's creation and providence. Creation is a little bit longer, um, but all of these things should be fairly familiar to you, especially after this class. Making all things of nothing by the word of his power, that is, he spoke all things into existence in the space of six days, and all very good. Uh, it's very Tov Ma'od. And if you change it, if you change your memory work to Tov Ma'od, I'm good with that. All right, any questions? We're, we're going to wrap up here. May. Mason? It's in the booklet, yeah. Um, a little bit sometimes, yeah. Anybody else? Yeah, you, you have time to memorize it. So if you have difficulty some weeks, because... Uh, so I, I don't know how many of y'all I've told uh, high schoolers, middle schoolers, you probably wouldn't have heard this. Whenever I was getting ordained to be a pastor, I memorized all the questions and I memorized proof texts to go with each of these. So passages from scripture to coordinate with this. And I can tell you, I know that this is a lot of work. It takes a lot of time. Nora and I used to go walking through our neighborhood and I had made flashcards on note cards and we would walk around for hours and I, we would read through them and repeat them. And I did that for several months going through all 107 questions. And I know that's really hard and I still messed up on some of them. I didn't get it down just perfect, but you still practice and practice and practice. And that's going to be the thing that helps get it get it there. And so that whenever you're talking to somebody, it's just going to be there. If somebody's like, well, God made all things. 
What, what, what do you mean? And it's like, yeah, God made all things in the space of six days. I, yeah, I'm getting lost here. Yeah, made all things out of nothing by the word of his power in the space of six days. And all very good. It's going to be there for you. So just practice. It, you're not going to get it first try. If you do, you're a genius. Again, come talk to me because I want to learn your secrets. So, so yeah. If, if you come, I, I'll say, if you, you come and, and do all of the questions with me, and, and we'll make sure that you get an appropriate prize, okay? You'd like to pray for us? Yeah, come, come, come over here because we're online, too. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you that we can be with Pastor Dan and the high schoolers, that um, our teachers on vacation, that they'll come back and we can learn again, and that the parents are here too. And um, also pray that when we go home, we can have food and that other people don't. And um, we have Sunday school and they don't, but they also have churches and we also do in your holy name amen all right we'll 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 conclude there